I'm going to get right into the Word of God today, and I'm going to give you the title of my message. And the title of the message, and this message is just burning in my spirit today. I know it is a fresh word from the Lord for your life today. The title is just two words, simply, I refuse. I refuse. Now, I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 9, and in the setting, the context of this passage, Jesus is just moving around, going from town to town, the crowds, it's almost like parades uh, uh, accompanying him everywhere he goes. We know that from reading the scripture. But I want to start in Matthew 9 verse 18, and it says this, Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years... She had some kind of issue, some kind of hemorrhage, some kind of issue of excessive bleeding. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if only I can touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said, your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. Now I want to help us understand a little bit about her condition and her situation in those times. Uh, The Levitical law makes it very clear that a woman with an issue of blood, with a discharge of blood of any kind, of any kind of flow of blood is considered unclean. Now this woman knew this of course. She was considered unclean. Anything and anyone that touched her would also be considered unclean. And even if by some miracle or some just cure of that day, her blood flow, the issue would stop. Even if it did stop, she would still be unclean for seven days. Now to break this law would have serious consequences for her. Yet, in the midst of this crowd, people pressing Jesus on every side because they always were, the woman simply, I believe, said to herself, I refuse. I refuse to be bound any longer by this infirmity. I refuse to let religious law keep me in chains any longer. I refuse to let protocol and social distancing keep me from getting my miracle. I refuse to be bound by man's law any longer. I refuse to miss my miracle moment. And so she pressed. She pressed her way through dozens if not hundreds of people. She was probably knocked down more than once in her weakened physical condition. She had to be anemic. She had to be low in iron. and I mean, to have a hemorrhage of some sort. Her health was compromised. She was weak already. She probably was knocked down. She may have reached Jesus. Now, the text is not clear, but she may have reached Jesus at a crawl. Because Scripture says she could only reach and touch the cloak, the garment, his outer robe. She didn't even touch his person, his leg or his arm or his hand or his foot. The scripture, the text doesn't say that. She could only touch his garment, his robe. So she could have very well been crawling at the moment of that touch. Her miracle though, I don't want you to miss this. 
all started with a new resolve within her that said, I refuse. I refuse to stay sick one more minute. And she had her miracle moment. I want to point out another miracle moment. In this same in this same theme, in this same direction concerning I refuse, getting that in our spirit today. In Mark chapter 10, we read this starting in verse 46. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd. Now you see, in this text it is mentioned, but that was so common everywhere that Jesus went. Together with a large crowd, they were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. That was his place in life, who knows how long, probably for years. He was sitting there begging for alms, for handouts, for someone to drop a coin into his cup, if you will. When he heard... That it was Jesus of Nazareth. He began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Man, there is so much good stuff in this passage that just takes on fresh new meaning for us in this time. In this COVID-19 pandemic we've been going through. The next verse, many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. (laughs) Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Now, I don't know the significance of that, but it's very significant. He threw off that outer garment, that outer robe, and jumped to his feet. Jesus asked him the question, what do you want for me to do? The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight. And look at this, he didn't just receive his sight and go his merry way, as so many people did in Jesus' ministry and do today, if you will. But he received his sight and he began to follow Jesus. It says in the last part of that verse, verse 52. You see, this, this man, let's just back up and reflect on this a little bit. This man could not see that Jesus was coming. He could not see. He was blind. Man, some of you have some, some of your senses are dulled. Maybe some of your senses have been numbed by what you're going through or what you're facing or what you've been fighting, there's a dulling or a numbing of some of your senses as this man, his eyesight, he could not see anything, but his hearing was just fine. And all he could do was engage that sense, that hearing, and he heard some kind of parade, some kind of crowd noise coming down the street. Then I believe he heard somebody crying out. He began to hear the cheers of the crowd. It is the Messiah. It is Yeshua. It is Jesus. It is the Christ. And that's all it took for this blind man to start shouting, Jesus, have mercy on me. In that moment, he said, I refuse to sit any longer without my sight. I refuse to miss this miracle moment. I refuse to be a good little blind boy and just keep on begging. 
I refuse to just accept this blindness as my lot in life any longer. I refuse to let the crowd around me dictate to me any longer. Wow, there's, there's a word for somebody right there. I refuse to let the crowd. The crowd said, be quiet. Shh, hush. You're, 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 you're out of order. You're inappropriate. But he said, no, 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 I refuse. I refuse. To continue believing there's no hope for me. I refuse to accommodate everybody else any longer. I refuse to listen to the doubters and the conformers any longer. I refuse to stay locked inside this blindness any longer. Jesus, I'm over here. Have mercy on me. And he experienced a miracle moment which all started with, I refuse. I came to tell somebody today that if you'll just get an I refuse in your faith, an I refuse in your heart, if you'll get an I refuse in your mouth, it just might open the door for your miracle moment too. Oh, my friends, when when your prayer gets an I refuse in it, when your cry gets an I refuse in it, when your intercession gets an I refuse in it, When your praise gets an I refuse in it, when your giving gets an I refuse in it, you will stop Jesus in his tracks and he will ask, what can I do for you? I said, when you get an I refuse in your faith, when you get an I refuse in your praise, when you get an I refuse in your shout, you will get the attention of Jesus. He will notice you. And when he notices you, he will ask you, what is it that you need? Hallelujah. Man, I feel that I refuse just rising up in my spirit right now for somebody. I hope you understand, folks, there is always going to be a crowd This guy, the crowd, always has something to say. There's always a crowd trying to tell us what to do. There's a crowd trying to tell us we better be afraid of COVID-19. There's a crowd trying to tell us stay shut in because there's a second more deadly wave coming. There's a crowd telling us that the government will take care of us. There is a crowd telling us that a vaccine is our only hope and our only answer. They dismiss our faith as foolishness. They don't want us to trust in our God. They don't want us to gather in worship again. They don't want us to fill church buildings all over this country ever again. They don't want us to rebuild our businesses and rebuild our lives. They are telling us what they told the blind man. Just stay quiet. Just be content with things the way they are. Don't rock the boat. Just stay in your place. But I have to say today, I refuse. I refuse to stay quiet. I refuse to stay shut in. I refuse to keep my faith to myself. I refuse to fear. I mean, the devil himself has tried to serve me fear on a silver platter, but I refused to partake of it. Do not be anxious, the Apostle Paul told us in Philippians 4, about anything. My friend, does anything include COVID-19? Yes, it does. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, is COVID-19 included in every situation? Yes, it is. By prayer and petition. 
With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And look at this. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I don't know about you, but I refuse to choose fear over faith. I refuse to choose confirmation over transformation. I refuse to choose common sense over the wisdom that comes from above. I refuse to choose convenience over sacrifice. I refuse to trust in the arm of the flesh. And I refuse to be a good little socialist too. I said, I refuse. I simply refuse. I refuse to worry. I refuse to just settle down. Be quiet. Stay shut in. I refuse. And I refuse. And I refuse rose up in that blind man. In that moment that Jesus was passing by. And he said, I will get his attention. I will get him to notice me. Folks, call me radical if you will, but I refuse to stay quiet any longer. He said, call me extreme, but I refuse to stay blind any longer. Call me unbalanced, but I refuse. Call me abnormal, but I refuse. Call me disruptive, but I refuse to accept this blindness any longer. And don't miss what happened. He received his miracle moment. And he started following Jesus. Wow, is that still the key for us today? He became a disciple, a follower of Jesus. The book of Acts states it this way, added to the church, such as were being saved. You see, that is just one of the reasons we desperately need a fresh outpouring of signs and wonders and miracles today because they point to Jesus. And I believe we're going to see just that. Followers of Christ, true disciples, not celebrities, not brand name only preachers, not just those with apostle, prophet, or pastor in front of their name. But every Holy Ghost-filled believer seeing demonstrations of the miraculous which will point to Jesus and Jesus alone. All glory will go to Him, finally. All honor will go to Him. All praise will go to Him. Call me theologically wrong if you will, but I refuse to believe that miracles have ceased. I refuse to believe that the gifts of the Spirit have ceased. I refuse to believe that the church is declining. I refuse to believe that God has written off America. I refuse to believe that I cannot make a difference. I refuse to believe that God is finished with my life. And I also refuse to let any rock praise God in my place. I will lift up my voice and I will declare His glory among the heathen and His wonders among all people. Hallelujah. King David penned these words in Psalm chapter 11, verse 4. Excuse me, and it says, Has he has God caused his wonders to be remembered? And I pray by the Spirit of God, as we've been quarantined, shut in, that he is causing for his people his wonders to be remembered. I refuse to forget the wonders of my God. 
I refuse to forget when He delivered me from a deep depression. I refuse to forget when He spared my life from a head-on collision just recently. I refuse to forget when He healed my firstborn son of asthma. I refuse to forget that He fills me with perfect peace every day. I refuse to forget when He brought me to this property where I stand right now and said to me, I will give it to you. I refuse to forget when and where He called me to consecrate my life to His service. And I could go on and on and on. My prayer for you today, my friend, is from Psalm 111 verse 4 that He will cause for you in this time His wonders to be remembered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let me get ready to bring this message to a close. When Jesus was raised from the dead, and the Scriptures tell us He appeared for 40 days to many hundreds and hundreds of people. He appeared. In the moment that He was ascended, that He ascended back to heaven, there was hundreds of hundreds of people in that crowd. But out of all of the hundreds and probably thousands that saw and heard the resurrected Christ, Scripture tells us in the book of Acts that only 120 took Him at His word and gathered in that upper room awaiting the promise of the Holy Ghost. There were 120 who shut themselves into a quarantine until power from on high fell upon them. Each of the 120 said, I refuse to miss this promise. I refuse to miss His instruction and dismiss His direction to us. Because He told them, go and wait in Jerusalem. Go and tarry or wait together. I refuse to discount the upper room gathering, the upper room invitation, if you will. Each one of that 120 said, I refuse to just go back to life as normal, business as usual. I refuse to settle for convenient Christianity ever again. I refuse to go along with the crowd, go along with the majority, even if the, uh, the, the crowd and some of that crowd is, is coming from the voice of the American church. Like that little widow woman who came every day and stood before that judge. She said, I refuse to be denied. Folks, I am talking about the difference between merely inquiring of the Lord and requiring of Him. And He gives us permission to require of Him. I can't tell you over these last two plus months how many times I could have doubted but I refused. I could have feared, but I refused. I could have just looked the other way, but I refused. I could have got depressed, but I refused. I could have quit, but I refused. I could have got mad, but I refused. I could have got even, but I refused. I could have stopped praying, but I refused. I could have stopped giving, but I refused. I could have taken the easy way out, but I refused. I could have kept complaining, but I refused. I could have given up on my dream, but I refused. I could have let somebody else do it, but I refused. I could have let somebody else give it, but I refused. 
refuse. And I believe I'm among friends today who, like me, have refused to quit. We've refused to deny the promises of our God. We've refused to let rocks cry out in praise to God. We've refused to go back to normal as we come out of this COVID-19 crisis. We are not normal people. I mean, we are not even natural people. We are supernatural people filled with the supernatural spirit of a supernatural God. And we are created for supernatural things hallelujah I refuse to be normal again I refuse to be natural again I refuse to conform again because I have been transformed maybe you need to say today I refuse to stay angry any longer I refuse to stay bitter any longer I refuse to stay bound by this sin any longer I refuse to stay upset any longer I refuse to keep blaming everybody else any longer. I refuse to protect my little prejudices any longer. Hmm. I know that means different things to each one of us. Starting right now, somebody listening to me needs to say, I refuse to believe that I'm not good enough for God to use me. I refuse to believe that I don't have a testimony. I refuse to believe that I will never be free. I know I'm talking to somebody. The Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart right now. I refuse to believe that I can never be healed. I refuse to believe that God will ever accept me again. I refuse to believe that my life will never change. I refuse to believe That God could never love me after what I have done. I refuse to believe that He will never forgive me again. I came to tell you today, if you will refuse to believe those things, a light from heaven will explode upon your life right now in this moment. This moment for somebody is a miracle moment. I release that to you right now. This moment is a miracle moment for somebody hearing my voice in this message. I refuse. It all started with the blind man. It started with I refuse. With the woman and so many others that I didn't have time to mention in the scripture. Start with an I refuse. I refuse to be denied. I refuse to believe a lie. I refuse to follow the crowd. I refuse to fear. For God has not ever given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love, of sound and balanced mind. I refuse. Folks, the gospel of the kingdom is a simple message. This really has been a simple message today. But the implication to your life can be profound if you will receive it and act upon it. Father, in this closing moment, I pray for the Holy Spirit right now to bear witness right now in each heart that you are ready to turn things around. If they will simply start with, I refuse, 
I refuse to stay in a pit any longer. I don't know what that means for you, but it means something personal to each and every one that are a part of this service today. What is your I refuse? Might be more than one thing. What is that? It could open the door for a miracle moment. And Father, that is my prayer. Doors opening in hearts and minds all across the the internet, if you will. And miracle moments coming to those who come to the place to say, I refuse. I refuse to hold on to my sin. I refuse again to continue to protect my little prejudices. I refuse to be offended any longer. Oh God, move right now in every heart by the power of your Spirit. Release people from bondages. Break chains. Let sin be washed away for those that confess their sin to you can be forgiven, cleansed from all unrighteousness in this moment. For you are faithful, Father, to forgive sin when we confess it before you and wash it away. Wash away sickness, disease, anger. Lord, it all starts with I refuse. Thank you, Father, for transformed lives. Thank you, Father, for miracle moments breaking out all over in people's hearts and in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to ask you one more thing. If you prayed with me, would you do one more thing for me? Would you text the word prayer to the number you see on the screen? And just like the other Uh, guest uh, registration, this will come to my personal cell phone. Text the word prayer to the number you see on the screen, and I will receive that. And I will be able to pray with you, respond to you, minister to you if that's what you would like, or just a prayer of agreement. I'll be able to do that with you in a very personal way. If you'll text the word prayer, and then I will receive that. And let me just say, God bless you. Share this with your friends and family. We, want, we, want people, we only want people to hear the word of the Lord and be encouraged and challenged and ministered to in this time. And we, and we thank you for being a part of our online service this weekend. The Lord bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you until we see you again in Jesus' name.